0: I don't have a problem feeling that way. I love the fact that I can cry. When I stop crying, kill me.
1: Oh, my God. Really? You just cry a lot. Yeah. Like we were at Subway the other day, and someone's like, hey, buddy, I'm going to give you an extra bag of chips.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love barbecue lays.
0: Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the pop culture. I want my MTV. I want my MTV.
1: The lingo. 30 inches of thigh slap and blood pump and
0: nuclear brain damage. And the love. Casey, could you please play Waiting for a Girl Like You? Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s.
2: Can you say stuck in the 80s?
0: Hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears with TampaBay.com. And today, we honor the 30th anniversary of Journey's Escape album featuring an interview with Steve Perry. We got an interview with Steve Perry? No, not really. But I just wanted to say it. With me as always, he's the Steve Smith to my Ross Valerie, Times Pop Music Critic Sean Daly.
1: I'm Jack, baby. I'm jacked. I'm feeling this one. It's been like six months since our last confession, but we are back with a new podcast, and what a better way to reunite than by celebrating the 30th anniversary of Journey's Escape, 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 Escape. escape. By far the greatest Journey album of all time. I don't know about that. Uh, I'm going to tear your face off, but that's all right. Hey, Journey's, right.
0: Got, Journey's got an, an incredible catalog. Escape, obviously, was the breakthrough album, 1981. Jonathan Cain joins the band. Yes,
1: I mean, Jonathan Cain joined the band and the holy triumvirate of Jonathan Cain on keyboards, Neil Sean on guitar, and the glorious operatic majesty of steve perry on vocals formed this amazing trio in which journey then became this these arena rock gods instead of this like faux bluesy crunchy no
0: no you're over no that
1: over train, are you kidding me there's nothing even close to journey escape in their catalog uh, what are you going to hit me with
0: departure 1980
1: departure what does that got any way you it on it
0: walks like a lady
1: like a lady stay a while, sing, good morning girl one line from walks like a lady you can i can go ahead. she
0: walks like a lady <laughs> and she cries like a little girl
1: that's not is that really that's it? it's really it i got a check you fact know what check. okay so let's Where's go back checker?
0: let's go back in time okay so it's the beginning <laughs> of the 80s <laughs> and 1981
1: dr- i was 11 you were 36 yep
0: and uh, escape was not the introductory Journey album for me. It might have been oh, for really? you because you were younger. It was. But for me, it was Captured, the live album that they did after Departure, and Captured featured all the greatest hits that Journey had, had up till then, including Walks Like a Lady. <laughs>
1: Walks Like a Lady, come on.
0: I'm not kidding you. It's got... Um,
1: they had Love and Touch and Squeeze, and they had some yeah, great yeah. songs, but
0: come on. The three albums leading up to Escape were building to something, but then they lose Greg... Uh, Roly The longtime keyboardist, Greg Roly right? right? He leaves the band... Opening the door for Jonathan Kane. I remember hey, looking at John- Jonathan Cain. And I remember though, looking at buying Escape, you know, on vinyl back then, and turning it over and looking at the members of Journey and being shocked. Because that's when I found out that, that Raleigh had left the band. I didn't know. Because you know, I see what's this is before going on the information age. Yeah. So suddenly my, my, my boy Greg's gone and Steve Smith had shaved his signature stash.
1: <laughs> and so, in, in a response, Steve Spears would grow one. Right. It's all starting to make
0: sense. Exactly.
1: Your whole life is based on uh, the ever shifting lineup of Journey. It's why you've also bought a house in the Philippines <laughs> to honor Arnel Pineda uh... in the new. Well, here's my, my introduction to Journey wasn't an album, my friend, and it wasn't a concert, it was a video game by video giant Atari. And it was a Journey video game to celebrate their rise to rock
0: megastardom. We talked about this once before on the first time we did a Journey show for Stuck in the 80s. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: We did a a Journey podcast?
0: Yeah, a long time ago. You want to hear a piece of it?
1: Come on. Yeah, I don't remember doing that.
0: Here we go. Hi-ho there, stuck in the 80s land. Welcome to episode six, featuring our salute to Journey. With me as always, he's a little shy, but I think he's going to catch on, Time's pop music critic, Sean Daly. Ah, hey,
1: Steve. It's okay. it's okay to amp up uh, the uh, 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 Yeah, I, I, you know, I get a, a microphone in front of me. I, I, I get a little nervous and shy. No, you
0: you, can't, you but, catch on. No, no. You no, catch on. Right. I'm going to put you on my shoulders, little buckaroo. I'm yeah, going to yeah. carry you around.
1: I appreciate that. Thank, thanks, Steve. I, <laughs> I'm re- I re- really like Journey, Journey a lot.
0: You know what? I'll cheer you up. I'll sing a little bit. Ready? No, no, don't dude, no, stop. No, no. hey, hey, hey Steve.
1: Nobody wants to hear you sing, man. Like it's really gonna like not be good. No one's gonna want to hear that over and over again. Okay? Sure, they will. No, People seriously. in Finland love it. No, no, no. Finland's not gonna love it. And I love Finland. And I don't want to hurt their feelings at all.
0: Uh-huh, I understand where you're going there.
1: And uh, and I think if you if you if you sing like, you know, the the girls who listen to the show aren't aren't gonna want to date you. <laughs> like I would ever date anybody who listens to the show you know, I do remember that yes. the show had a little different vibe to it a bit. I wasn't really rocking the mic like I used to, and your spirit hadn't been crushed yet. Interesting how that worked, but good thing you never dated anyone who listened to the show, yeah, so that God. worked out great.
0: that would have been awesome.
1: awesome, but we come back even though we did in fact um, record a Journey show, and it's not that different from what we just played for you. Um, we come back to celebrate Escape because even though uh, Steve Spears is a giant wiener and not in the positive, like you, you're a wiener and you're getting rock band stickers, <laughs> but obviously Journey Escape is uh, the greatest Journey album ever. And now we shall proceed through the track listings like only we can.
0: Go for it. Number one! Are we doing
1: <laughs> that? <laughs> of course, uh, I have this on vinyl. I had it on tape. I had it on CD. I really did have the video game. I think you drew, like, I did you too. drew a little bus around, and the scarab beetle was involved somehow. Yeah,
0: it's re- little stick figures jumping around. You can only tell yeah. Steve Perry because he had like the long, black, straight <laughs> hair. Mullet. And Neil Sean had like this little furry tuft on his head.
1: Uh, furry tuft. Um, my first uh, band name. Hey, uh, f- so the Journey Escape opens, of course. With a song that is omnipresent now. Maybe the most overplayed song of the 21st century, ironically, because it's it's 30 years old. A little ditty I like to call Don't Stop Believing." Sully, the greatness <laughs> of "Don't Stop Believing" by I, uh, by Messieurs Kane, Perry, and Sean, I, but Theodore, Alvin, and
0: <laughs> Simon, Simon,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, um, man. So, what? There's been in the last ten years, the Chipmunks have covered it. It became uh, a major cultural touchstone uh, thanks to the Sopranos. Yeah. The Chicago White Sox, uh, didn't they take it as their rallying cry? Back in
0: 2005, yeah.
1: My Lord. And then, of course, obviously we have Glee uh, and Rock of Ages, which you and I just went to, and and we uh, followed each other uh, to uh, a jukebox musical. I mean, really, this song, and we should say – that even though don't stop believing is probably the most overplayed song
0: i don't mind that it's overplayed though you know there's so many songs from the 80s and i hate to jump in and interrupt you but there's so no, many you songs you from love the, it no like Mel with you by modern english overplayed so badly i mean oh, i love the
1: ooh, ooh. the keyboard <laughs> so i could listen to that 50 yeah. times a day and never get tired you, of it
0: and you can actually hear it 50 times a day on the ooh, radio ooh. but there's something about don't stop believing no matter how many times it's covered no matter how many times it comes on the the TV and another cover version or on the radio or whoever gives it an homage, I still listen every All time
1: right. here's the habit, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a recreation of you and I sitting uh, in Ruth Eckerd Hall in Clearwater, Florida watching Rock of Ages on stage, the show is coming to an end, you've liked it far more than I have yeah, okay, that's true uh, I thought it was fun, but a little bit too much I said it's kind of like a naked gun movie, like constant jokes, but you found real emotional resonance, okay, and you, you know we know you're a weepy guy and then all of a sudden, it, it, the show's closing up. It's all about people achieving dreams, but new dreams as well. And that you love that. <laughs> it goes right to the heart of Spearsy. And then all of a sudden, oh, dun, 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 dun. Awesome. and all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm like, well, <laughs> it was almost like the, like Jaws, dun, 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 dun. but it's like you're blubbering. Like I can feel you, like kind of like your your trembles. You were sobbing. <laughs> Did you have to do it where you pinch your leg and try to like bring pain to your body to stop your crying? Did Personally, you have to do I like
0: that? to put my hand in my pocket and twist my t- really hard.
1: Do you feel weird crying in front of me? You're almost too comfortable with it.
0: No, I don't feel weird. doing it. It's almost it.
1: like now you have a need
0: to cry. <laughs> I'm like, oh my it's god! Such I'm like, great, I, it's such I'm a great, a great ending. You know, you got to open up your heart light a little oh. bit, a little buckaroo. <laughs> Heartlight. Yeah, you know who the trouble is right now. I've, I have figured it all out. It's taken me like five years. Here, let's do a little test. Two hundred twenty. Yeah, <laughs> there they no, go. No, no, What it is is you, know, you, you get this two-hour-long musical. Finally, wraps up, and then the Lonnie, 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 the narrator comes on there and says, "You know, sometimes on the sunset strips, the dreams you come in with are not the dreams you leave with." Oh. Good but Lord. they still rock. And that's what gets me every time. And then, you know, just a small town girl. And then, and then, boom, cue the waterworks. I don't have a problem feeling that way. I love the fact that I can cry. When I stop crying, kill me.
1: Oh, kill my me. God. Really? You just cry a lot. Yeah. Cry, like I'm we were easy, at I'm Subway easily... the other day, and someone's like, hey, buddy, I'm going to give you an extra bag of chips.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love barbecue lays. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love you so <laughs>
0: No, that's yeah, all right. I love
1: you that you're very, and we're very, very different. Hence the appeal of the show that you cried everything. What? But yeah, you were, you I were, I gotta like, stop. Simon. I gotta stop
0: for me. I know we we're supposed to stay focused, but I'm just curious. And I think uh, listeners are too. And we'd like a moment of daily honesty here. So, uh oh. You tell me, oh, what geez. was, what was the last, has, can you remember the last song or movie or or play that made you cry? And could you tell us about it?
1: All right. The, the nerds are actually going to uh, make fun of me uh, in our audience. We have a couple nerds out there. <laughs> um, but I was watching Inception, the Leonardo DiCaprio movie, yeah, and i don 't want to give it away i don't want to give too much away in case you haven't seen it, you know Christopher Nolan, all these like dream within a dream it's fantastic looking i didn't understand all of it, but uh, uh part of the movie is is uh DiCaprio. You know they're planting ideas and extracting ideas from people's heads, but he's also uh he has family stuff going on, and it involves his two young children and again, I don't want to give it away, but he never sees his children's face throughout this two and a half hour movie and at the end, he may or may not see his children's face, but at that point. I, I did well up. Oh, that's nice. I did well up because I have two daughters of my own, and the whole thing is like he can't see his kids throughout, yeah. and it's so well told. Christopher Nolan is very ambitious, maybe a little overly ambitious in this, but a great director. And at the end of Inception, I cried a little, and but then what happened is that the last two seconds of Inception, you haven't seen it, but people know what I'm talking about. I'm like, oh, son of a, because the whole right. thing came in. So the you course.
0: do have a heart. I do have a heart. It's like the Grinch's heart. It's a little tiny. No, you're black. playing
1: up a little bit. Like no, you know, come on. you know. But I mean, I don't. I don't. I did not cry at *Rock of Ages*. I, I really enjoyed it. You know, and I thought, it was, but I did not cry. at yeah.
0: *Rock of Ages*. It's just I, when I get, it's not sad. It's just emotion. You know, let me emotion. With, out. Like
1: what movie? Money in the bank makes you cry. Oh, and- it's Bridge over the river cry. <laughs> Bridge over <of> the <laughs> river cry. I just go all these great cry. Yeah, nicknames, no,
0: sure. um, well, the end of Field of Dreams, obviously. Oh, jeez, well, everybody, you know. Not Darth everybody. Vader
1: cries at the end of that. You know, it's like it's it's, it's so sad. Does
0: Java cry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I love it. <laughs> so okay, back to Journey. I'm sorry. I didn't mean. To, I didn't mean to. No, pull no, that was track, no. I loved but- it. No,
1: that was interesting. So Inception. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm twisted.
0: Yeah, and I mean. at
1: the end of Pirates, I cried. What
0: about the Christy, <laughs> no. The Christy Oh, no, movie? my friend. Oh, no, not that, that Pirates. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that Pirates. Never mind. Move along. Oh,
1: you. Anyway, <laughs> so Number then we two. go. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Don't Stop believing. Uh, again, I had this on vinyl, and I play it all the time. And then all of a sudden, my favorite song on the album yeah, and yeah. my favorite Journey song of all time. And I want to say, at one point, you said this was also your favorite Journey to- song, Play it for 'em, stone in love.
0: Yeah. Brings that,
1: me back. Now that song brings me
0: back. You know, it didn't it wasn't it didn't do well in the charts, I don't those think.
1: Is not? Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's kinda like the theme song, like the unofficial theme song was stuck in the eighties. Yes. In a way.
1: But it was, you know, I believe the sticker on my vinyl has Stone in Love as one of the singles they were gonna release, but yeah, I don't think it was it Oh was. I, I apologize. It was the number two uh single off the album. Uh the singles went Don't Stop Believin, then Stone in Love and then uh, I guess I won't release, I won't tell you the other ones because we're about to get to them. But Stone Love was released and it yeah. reached number 13.
0: Yeah, see? I mean, not even top 10.
1: No, the biggest charting uh, song on the album we'll get to as well. But yeah, Stone in But I mean, it's pretty good, 13. I mean, the whole album album's a monster.
0: This is an unappreciated song.
1: That Neil Sean guitar work on Stone in Love, it's so simple and isolated, you know, and not. Uh, it's just so great. I can listen to that song over yeah, and over again, to, yeah. And I'll say that about this album. And I know you're about to read us a review from Rolling Stone, and they trashed it. Right. But this album is so incredibly well produced by uh, Kevin Elson and Mike Stone that just the sound to it is timeless.
0: But before we pass up Stone in Love, can, let me ask you a question. I don't think you have the answer to it, but I just it's, it bothers me. What the hell does Stone in Love mean? Stone
1: in love, dude. Like real love.
0: Stone in love. Yeah,
1: like I, dude. I'm stone in love. Stone in love, like, like solid, solid, like a rock. I thought about it, that Solid one. like <laughs> a rock. We used to sing different lyrics in school, but no, Stone, uh, Stone in love. man. I'm Stone one. in love with Steve Spears.
0: Yeah, that's not the case. Nope, nope, no, no, hey, no. Wait, let's oh. go on. No, come on. See, here we go. No, you're no. not. No, it's I, not the. It's the year of Tigger, not Eeyore. <laughs> it is the year
1: of Tigger. Yeah, we've talked about this off the show. I'll turn off these damn mics right now <laughs> and give you a lashing.
0: No more Eeyore. Tongue lashing. Ugh.
1: Okay, next we have um, the third single released And this is your least favorite Journey song Yeah Who's Crying Now?
0: can't stand it and i'm not alone because the rolling stone review of this album specifically points at this one song which i think is a little unfair but this was the review that uh, rolling stone printed back in 1981 who's crying now the hit uh, single off journey's hit lp isn't super hip super deep or even real what but it does sound good Lord knows how many weary pilgrims have managed to, tr- to tramp down the memory lane of adolescent lust without the side trip that Journey made to the dank hole of Dracola.
1: Uh, that's, come on, I, I, I overwrite, but even that's, uh, that's yeah.
0: overwritten. It gets better. In most arenas where Journey plays, you probably won't even hear the words anyway because all that registers are Sean's guitar master moves and Steve Perry's stiff preening. Stiff? He's anything but stiff.
1: Elastic.
0: Yeah. Okay, and then this is is where it gets me. The funny part is that Journey's current success doesn't have much to do with the hard rock pose they've been trying to fool us with for nearly eight years now. Instead, Escape is a triumph of professionalism, a veritable march of the well-versed schmaltz stirrers.
1: See, Rolling Stone hates corporate rock they always have hate They hate they hate any sort of but uh, today is at least, all especially corporate back rock. then especially back then yeah they, their hand was forced they had to start liking stuff they yeah. normally wouldn't well, that's,
0: that's, that's what drives me crazy about Rolling Stone why I don't read it but here's what
1: in that, inter, that, that review you just read which drives you crazy but it does sound good yeah well yeah dude I mean and that's the point right so I mean you you're, you're kind of he's kind of undercutting or she whoever wrote the review is undercutting their whole point. Right. The just, whole thing about just Journey enjoy is the is, the, music. is the tone. That tone they get and I'll say then who's crying now. It's that that is the ultimate Journey tone. It's that that roller rink this this amazing roller rink aura, the the the, the glow. It's so yeah. clean but it's also like it's got that sonic oomph to it. Am I making any sense? No, yeah,
0: my no. I mean, because I mean, look, I I roller skated to this song. I mean, I, and I think I think around nineteen eighty one, nineteen eighty two is when it's sort of probably the height of the roller skating sound. I mean, you know, Freddie Mercury with the solo game. At the end. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Aria oh, Speedwagons, oh. High Fidelity. I mean, all all to me, like to me, the best of what comprises my memories of the eighties all happened in this little window of time right now, thirty years ago. Um and what drives me crazy too is that, god damn, I don't think there's been a band that's been put out aside one of an album that's this good, you know, since then. I mean, because you go right on the track four, Keep On Running, which they still play today in concert. In fact, if you look at a Journey set list today, it's 75% of Escape is on there.
1: Yeah. There's a reason for that, my friend. Because it's, Cause it's their freaking good. Album. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but then the song that I love, and I, and I would almost think oh, to this wow. day, that was stone in love this one this one i mean they go back and forth to my favorite you ready still they ride
1: I love my version. Yeah. When I lived in your house, remember that one night when we were.
0: It was really cold and uh, you didn't pay the electric bill.
1: <laughs> you know, and you kill, or I turned out Excuse me, being the, the
0: wuss, and yet you dropped the homoeroticism references.
1: What? No, I, I'm celebrating our brotherhood
0: <laughs> of <that's>, nudity.
1: <laughs> Is that so
0: wrong? Free to be you and me, baby. <laughs> God. Um, so disturbing
1: so yeah uh, anyway I was reading uh, online and I guess it was uh, one of the hipster magazines ranked the top 10 Journey songs and uh, their number one Escape the title track from Escape play a little of that
0: What's funny is I remember this song pretty well. They opened up, the very first concert I ever saw, October 22nd, 1981, Lakeland Civic Center, was uh, Loverboy opening up for Journey, and they opened up with Escape. And even though I own the album, I had never played this track. So they're playing this song, and I'm like, I have no idea what song they're playing.
1: So when you had the album, would you, for side two, or side B, if you will, would you just try to find the groove for uh, the final song that we're about to get to?
0: Uh, yeah you know and it's funny because I mean some of the other songs you won't hear anymore mother father they'll still play on tour well, yeah, the drummer let, sings it now yeah uh, going in
1: order after escape came lay it down and, and dead or alive eh. forgettable yeah if I'm doing laundry uh, I'll let them play if not you know and then mother father I like yeah it's good I think that has real edge to it I'm not quite sure what never really what's caught on said, never really you know? caught
0: on it's like a journey it's like a, it's like a deep cut fan favorite type of thing
1: and then um it uh, c- closes yeah uh, with uh, the highest-ranking single from Escape, they never—they did not have a number one right. from Escape. Um, although I'm not sure if any of the new incarnations of "Don't Stop Believing" reached number one. Maybe oh, I'm they sure have. they did. Glee, Glee must a have. Monster. I love you know? that version too. Um, and then after the Sopranos, I, I blew up on iTunes, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. No, they were they were <clears throat> they were so, it was certainly top ten on iTunes. I but think.
1: anyway, the tenth song and final track on Journeys Escape is, of course, "Open Arms," one of the great prom night specials, yeah. Friday night dance specials, and that reached number two on the charts. So,
0: memory, if memory serves, I don't, I think this song came out prior to the album coming out. I think this was on the soundtrack to heavy metal. It was, which was a Ooh, weird cartoon
1: boobies. God, that'd be a good band name too, cartoon boobies. Yeah, they just fun. They just want to rock cartoon
0: boobies. Just keep going. <laughs>
1: Man, the uh, you know, I give you boobies, I give you eroticism. I'm trying to, play, I'm a crowd okay, pleaser. You're right. I shouldn't argue about the boobies. I'm Charles Dickens. I'm, I'm, I'm Dickens with you know Dicksonian. <laughs>
0: uh, anyway, dick uh,
1: that was just Jonathan Cain and Steve Perry were credited. They worked. Uh, they they locked themselves in a room and turned up the heat and came out with uh, open arms, which still gets me. It's almost too spare.
0: It's the first song they wrote together. I remember, I remember them talking about it one time, saying. Literally, you know, Jonathan sat down at the piano, just and that's just came out of his fingers. Jeez, that's creepy. That gave me chills. Ooh, say, tell that story again. No, but yeah, and it. I don't like it though. It's it's too. And when they play it in concert, I just kind of uh, what? I don't. It's just Who's heartless now. It doesn't. It doesn't. First of all, it doesn't sound great live. It just doesn't. Don't stop believing is a good live song. There's some journey songs that just don't sound good live, and and open arms is one of them. I mean, it's it's a, some really hard notes to hit there. You know, even Steve Perry when he sang it would kind of clip them a little bit. Gives,
1: I don't know. It, it bothers me. It makes me feel sad a little bit. <laughs> <Sad>. <laughs> I don't know why. Like it's so spare and like I, it's almost like too confrontational. Open arms for me. I'd much rather have faithfully, which has that huge bombastic ending. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well,
0: you know, t- here's the thing too. At the age that we were when 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 this album came out, there's themes to some songs that we just weren't going to understand. And Open Arms is one of those songs that's about something that we weren't going to understand for another 15 years, you know. Yeah, you know, the idea of taking somebody back in after they betrayed you or whatever and stuff like that. It wasn't that couldn't compute in our minds, man. We were like 6 months off of watching, you know, Kiss meets Fan of the Amusement Park, you know, or reruns of Gilligan's Island. We, what did we know about? Do you think
1: it was too intense?
0: That song? I, I just think it's like, it's like a lot of songs from that era that you, um, like Who's Crying Now. And once again, how, how am I supposed to relate to this song? When I'm, At least
1: with who's, cry, who's Crying Now, you can, like, you just like do a little air guitar yeah, I, to hide the tears.
0: But that, but still, I mean, and that's why maybe you know when you're when you're a kid, why you can relate to Kiss and why you can relate to Sticks and, and bands where the the themes just a little easier to comprehend than than spurned love, you know. Wow, you're going somewhere dark right now. I'm you? not. Yeah, no, you I'm are. not. I can, I can no, see no, it on no, your no, face. No, no, no. I'm just saying, you know, it's some of these songs. It's just the way it is. I mean, I, to this day, there's Rush songs that i will never understand yeah. <laughs> because I mean, you know, the way they were written. I mean, only the guy who wrote them understands what he was saying. But you know, I just think. Journey was one of those bands. Calling them corporate rock really upsets me. I never thought of them as corporate rock. They just—they just, they just yeah, had a sound that sounds. They like that's
1: what Rolling Stone liked. They can bite the me. Stones and Dylan and all this organic stuff. If 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 music was made to make money at the time, Rolling Stone didn't like it. Yeah, you know.
0: But you know what I really like, the, the Seggies. seggies. <laughs> you know, it's been so long since we podcasted. I honestly forget what my intro is for Reader Mailbag.
1: It's the mystical refrains of Reader Mail. Is it? I guess. No, nah, I haven't listened to a show in like a year and a half. <laughs>
0: right. Okay, so mystical refrain it is. Fire away.
1: This is a good one. This is from Boo, north of Chicago.
0: That would be Canada.
1: And uh, <laughs> You know what? You really have a firm grasp of geography. It, not, and not just national geography, but like world geography. You really do. <laughs> Much of your humor stems from your knowledge of history and geography. Right.
0: I, got, I have a new zinger waiting for later in the show.
1: You like Your hair is kind of like brushed down over your forehead. Stop
0: it. No one can see my hair.
1: <laughs> you look like an insurance salesman no, who I just don't. got done singing like Paradise by the Dashboard Lighting. Oh, Caryon. come
0: on. You know? Nobody can see what I look like. Just, you know.
1: I, I can see what you look like, and I'm supposed to paint a picture. I'm painting a picture like Georgia O'Keeffe.
0: Oh, stop it. Just read the letter.
1: My dear stuck-in-the-80s friends, I dare not put anyone first, as that is a sure way to start a fight. He doesn't want to see us fight. Or she? Is Boo a boy or a girl? We don't
0: know. Okay. At this point, we don't know. I have know.
1: quietly <laughs> listened to every podcast posted uh, by my chronologically stunted friends, and recently I had an epiphany. Boo has had an epiphany. To preface, I listen to the podcast most often while traveling between Chicago and Minneapolis for work. This trip is sporadic at best, so I have caught up on the last three months in a period of days. <laughs> my, God. can you imagine? No. That's just an assault of Sean and Steve. I can't even take that much Sean Daly, and i got to live with me 24-7. Uh, during this time, I have come to understand Stephen and Sean in ways that will likely cause a stroke later in my life. Not very positive at all, but we agree. <laughs> I don't know uh, my means. epiphany began during the episode where we as fans were given insight into Sean's life status. Through the course of the show, he has clearly been the more private host. Interesting. Interesting. Despite the fact that I often talk about Natalie Diffenbaum. Drink, drink, drink oh, that's nice. As as if this letter isn't long enough, I had to give yeah, I had to give him a little different bow. Yeah. Um, and the fact that Sean was willing to share his reality with us should be lauded, as should Spears's. But frankly, Steve, you are more on the sleeve. I love that. I love that term on the sleeve. You are heart sleeved, my friend. I had a marriage fall apart with, with young children involved, and Sean's ability to look on the bright side will serve him well in the process. I appreciate that. We have heard much about the Spearsettes and the Daily Doubles. Is that the name of my, my fans, yeah. the Daily
0: Doubles? Double Ds.
1: I'll, I'll take it. But the disparity between the two has never been defined. Recently, the girls who like Steve will hate Sean has been discussed, but the reasons are not clear why that would be. I think I've figured it out, and maybe it will benefit both of you and in love and in friendship. So, Boo has had an epiphany and he thinks he can clear things up so we will find love, either together or apart.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: The Spearzets, as they are known, and all the others who have jumped on the Eeyore bandwagon, we don't allow Eeyore anymore. anymore. Though, um, view Steve as a wounded bird. Caw. <laughs> Caw. <Call. laughs> I choose this term metaphorically, but I've seen it before. These women see a man broken and distraught and figure they can mold him to meet their needs. Hence the crazy rules, Spearsy. You once went over the rules on yeah, the show.
0: I maintain they still exist. I I'm, starting,
1: I'm starting to realize that, that there are indeed rules. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. Uh, they see you are hurt, Spearsy, but you are willing to do what's necessary for love. Oh, my God, I'm starting to get sick. They will teach you and show you how to be the man they need. This is the same reason the women you like hate Sean. Aha!
0: Sean will not be contained by such rules. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded effect disc that we paid for. Totally paying off.
1: <laughs> I will not be contained uh, by rules such as call within 24 hours. And they see that. I ain't calling you, woman. <laughs> Uh, It is an affront to the game they are playing, which is to take a vulnerable man and make him their salve or trophy. So you're a salve or trophy. I'm a wild animal that cannot be caged.
2: (laughs) 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 I'm
1: much more comfortable with my cause. I suggest this, Spears. You figure out what truly makes you happy and what you truly enjoy and find someone who meets that need instead of fitting into what someone wants of you. As someone who has heard every episode of the show, perhaps not live, but in order, I prefer con- content spears to content Eeyore. Hmm. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Are you taking this to heart? Yeah. It's, he's making a good point. I feel like I've been making this point the last few shows. That enough with the Eeyore stuff. Really, let's go out there. Because you're finding women who indulge that. And as for daily, continue to be a dad first. Here, here. That was my motto, and things have worked out okay, which is at this point is the best we can ask. It's hard, but a hug from your child can fix the worst. That's true.
0: You're, are you going to cry? You're thinking about it, aren't you?
1: <laughs> thinking about Inception again. Shut up! <laughs> Couldn't see his kids' faces. Anyway, uh, that is from Boo, north of Chicago. It's very, very... I, and I had to cut out part of it because we were just running, um, yeah. running long on time. Um uh, what do you think?
0: I, I like. it. You know what? Here, I don't mean to like belabor the point or anything. We love these kind of emails. Uh, you know, it's it's always interesting that people care that much to 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 really go into that much detail as, as to what our problems might be, um, and then not charge us by the hour for it. But <laughs> I, just once, I'd like someone to send an email that says, you know. Your last podcast reminded me of my first date. And then go back and tell us a great story about the 80s.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. So you're saying Stop. enough about Sean and Steve.
0: Yeah, have some fun with yourselves. Have well, that didn't come yeah. right. But you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> no, have some fun with yourselves. And mean, then write us a letter. Tell us a
0: fun story. I'd like to hear stories about worst first date ever, you know, or best first date ever. Does it
1: have to be in the 80s? No. It, it has to have some magical magical 80s angle. Take, okay. Give
0: me an 80s angle. Maybe yeah. it was at a Journey concert in 95.
1: We want more stories about you and less um, – I can see you're uncomfortable by people dissecting you. But you know what? I, I call that uh, a sign of recovery, Steve Spears. Oh, that's good. I, send, I see that as a sign of recovery. And you know what? I want you to have a romantic comedy relationship. And you know what? Tell you what. We're not going to talk about us or talk about Spears as your ER thing for, let's say, five shows. Okay. Five shows, and then we'll come back and we'll give a status report. That'll be about <laughs> oh, two months, probably. Maybe a month and a half if we're lucky. Yeah. We give you more shows. We want to give you guys more shows. We're sorry for the delay. But we'll come back and we'll give you a status report about Steve's love life. But
0: until then... Will we get a daily update, too? Or are you gonna? At what point are you going to feel comfortable talking about... Shut up. Shut up. Come on! I'm, I w- I'm not trying, I w- to, I'm not trying you know to poke. I'm just, eventually, I
1: care. eventually, I will talk about it, and maybe, maybe we'll have her on.
0: I don't know. You <laughs> thought Yoko was bad?
1: Oh, 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 Yoko meaning Kim? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we have some coming up that addresses that. That brilliant move to put her on. How many shows is that? Ten? It wasn't ten. How many shows did
0: I do with Kim? None. Right, because you don't work on weekends, and that's when she was here. Yeah, that's why. Son of. A- <laughs> You ready? Um, yeah. Come on. Calm, Long Duck dong calm, will save us all.
2: Calm. What's happening? Hot
0: stuff? Ah, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for a mystery movie moment. Hey, I'll play a snippet of a movie from the 80s, and if you can get it right, email away, and I will try to send out some stuff. i got some uh, Rubik's Cube stuff, some stickers, some magnets, some T-shirts. I'll, I'll, I'll find something for you. Pay attention. Here's last show's mystery clip.
2: Call me
1: a cheap, slut-sex poodle. Well, you deserve a good spanking. Oh, Mr.
0: Cobb. Oh, you. Yeah, Steve Martin and all of me. Love it. Really Saw it calming. in the theaters.
1: Laughed and laughed and laughed. What yeah. did
0: we know? Beck and ball. Yeah, Beck and Bole. Beck and ball. Beck and
1: We had a lot of winners this week, Steve. A Sorry. lot of winners. Reading them. some of our big, uh, bold-faced uh, all-stars, all-star fans. Ready? Fire Kevin away. Wench. It doesn't get better than Wench. Doc Hamilton. Phil from Adelaide. Dave Featherston. Carol Jansen, oh, the beautiful Carol Jansen, she begged us on our Facebook page, begged us for a new show. Hence, we recorded There now. you go. This is for you, Carol. Sean, one night in Bangkok, Dangerous Dan in Chino Hills, Glenn, Two N's, Gilman, Diane in Chi-Town, and Vanilla Rage, who says, great show as always. I'm an avid listener from Petersboro, Ontario, Canada, and I have to say, Sean is right to be upset by Chickie Poo calling him creepy. A Canuck hater who deserves to get jerseyed, yes, but creepy, no way. A Canuck hater who deserves to get jerseyed. I, I imagine that's when like the fights break out of the hockey game Yeah, he pull pulls the jersey over his, his, his head. It. Oh, that's great. A Canuck hater who deserves to get yes, but creepy, no way. Thank you. Thank you, Vanilla Rage. I, uh, Chicky Poo and I cleared things up.
0: No, uh, And if you listen to the very, very, very end of that show. Ooh, there was an Easter egg, wasn't there? There was an Easter egg that would have explained it all. Pay attention, here's this week's mystery clip. Did
2: you hear that? Yeah, it's a dickfer. What's a dickfer? To pee with.
0: If you know it, email us at stuckinituseattenpei.com and tune in next show to find out if you're a wiener. This is the Mystical Refrains, my friend, not reader mailbag.
1: What was the mailbag music? Do we I don't know? know. <laughs> no.
0: No. Hey, it's time for Name That 80s Tune. I'll play a snippet of a song from the 80s if you can get it right. Again, email us, include an address. Um, we try to read everyone's name, but depending on how easy or how hard it is, we don't always have time. You ready? Here was last week's mystery clip. That's Shout to the Top by the Style Council. Big fan of the Style Council, Sean?
1: God, there's ever been a Steve Spears band? It's the Style Council.
0: No, Style Council is godlike.
1: They're not godlike. You're besmirching uh, the Almighty. Yes.
0: (laughs) You and I have an arrangement. And yet... I don't besmirch him. He doesn't besmirch me.
1: Oh, trust me. He besmirches you on a daily basis. You've been besmirched. (laughs) And yet we had lots of winners. Yeah,
0: cool people Uh, who know cool music. Yeah, very cool.
1: Uh, Christine Sheboygan uh, Roop in Tacoma Park, Maryland Pinhead (gasps) Sweet Lou Karen Elaine Ventola Jim Withers in Australia And Mozzie from Melbourne, Australia Who writes Oh, God I have been listening since the Stan Ridgway episode Which was amazing, by the way Uh, I don't think I appear on that episode Ridgway? I didn't do the interview No Ooh, and look, here we go This is what I, I was addressing before I wasn't a Kim Fan VGF Vegas girlfriend, and I really miss Daly when he wasn't there. I love the movie Adventureland. You guys did an Adventureland show?
0: Yeah, God. we did. We did movies Jeez, about I, the eighties that were not based in the eighties. I
1: love Adventureland.
0: I'm going to buy that on Blu-ray.
1: I love it so <sighs> it's good. Dark. I I prefer that it stayed dark. I the ending of Adventureland, they get back together, or they're they they're together at the end. I want in to be, New York when they're in New York yeah, together. I hated that. Like I like I like ambiguous endings. Like. <laughs> Inception <laughs> cool. Anyway um, I love the movie Adventureland But couldn't listen to the show Cause your ex-girlfriend Steve Just grated on me I turned it off part way through That would be As I was uh, To later learn A huge mis- Mistake From that point on, as the current show ended, my iPod would switch straight to that damn VGF show. (laughs) And she was always the one talking. For months, she haunted and annoyed me. Eventually, I fired iTunes up and forcibly deleted that show. Ah, the sweet, sweet silence. Love your work, guys. Keep it up. Sean, I have two kids with my ex-wife, and know how hard it is putting up with their shit for the sake of the kids. You are a good man for tolerating that crap. Wow. (laughs) Um, Thank you. Thank you. Your heart is in the right place, Modzi. I, I appreciate it. And I'm hanging in there, and uh, the girls are doing great.
0: How's Sean doing? I've never been to me, Steve.
1: No, I, I love a letter that uh, says nice things about me and um, berates. berates Kim. Yeah, that you allowed this great product that we had created. It's like you you literally urinated all over it by by, by bringing your, your girlfriend
0: Well, here. there was bodily fluids involved, but pee wasn't one of them.
1: <laughs> Oh, yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, but that's okay. I forgive you. I, you know what? I forgive. That's what I do.
0: That's all I do.
1: I, I, I move on, and I yeah, forgive, because you know what? This is the year of moving on. We're all on a journey. I, uh, I, I appreciate your journey.
0: Thanks. <laughs> Pay attention. Here's this week's Mystery Tune. <laughs> if you know it, email us at com and then tune in the next show to find out if you're a wiener. If you're not ready to give up on mullets and Madonna, log on to Stuck in the 80s. Just one of the many blogs you'll find at TampaBay.com, the website of the St. Petersburg Times. Relive the music, movies, and culture of the greatest decade ever. Only at TampaBay.com. So Journey's Escape turns thirty years old. Um, clearly the best album by Journey. I'll agree with you there. Ah, so I just finally. wanted to put some down into your mind. I just want to I wanna give what. some love to Departure and Frontiers. Depart- Dep- Frontiers,
1: actually, yeah, separate Depart- ways. Which you hate delayed. though. Don't you hate separate I ways? I hate
0: separate ways. It's so overplayed. It's more overplayed than probably any other Journey song.
1: Mm, I agree with that.
0: Um, Send her my love. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 oh, oh that that. <laughs> Oh, God, you're a let, wounded bird.
0: Let me ask you this, though. Okay, so Best Journey album, but was it the best album of 1981? I'll give you some others. Ready? Is it better than Ozzy Osbourne's Blizzard of Oz? Uh, the cover's not
1: as good as Blizzard of <laughs> yeah, Oz. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Is it better than Ghost in the Machine by the Police?
1: Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes, but yes to both of those.
0: Is it better than "Tattoo You" by the Rolling Stones?
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) There's like three good. There's like "Hang Fire," "Start Me Up," and and
0: what else is there? Does that one has "Emotional Rescue" on it?
1: No, "Emotional Rescue" is off of uh, "Emotional emotional Rescue." (laughs) rescue. There's one more. Oh, it's gonna kill me. Go ahead. Yeah, well, you know
0: what? We'll we'll probably hit that album later on this year. Anyway, is it better than "Beauty and the Beast" by the Go Go's? No, I'm sorry. Is it better than Beauty and the Beat by the Go-Go's?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's a fun album, but it's only that's only got like two hits on it, too.
0: And here's when you probably forgot it was a 1981 album. Is it better than Belladonna by Stevie Nicks?
1: Oh, wow. I love that album. Was that 81? Yeah. I love that. Uh, I think uh, Highwayman's on that. and uh, There's some great songs yeah. on that That second. I mean, it's got all the hits, too. Well, a Good one, Spears. Man, I wouldn't mind. I'll tell you right now. I wouldn't mind doing a Stevie Nicks show. You don't like her, though, do you? I love Stevie
0: Nicks. Oh, that Belladonna album is She's, great. Stevie Nicks is touring with Rod Stewart this year. They're oh, coming. Rod, That's going to be the best half of the show and the worst half of the I show. I've told you.
1: I've said this on the show before. The loudest concert I've ever seen was a Stevie Nicks show. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And maybe it doesn't hold up anymore because I've seen a lot of really. Loud. I was a ACDC is pretty loud. ACDC was that's pretty still loud. the loudest show. I've but ever the heard. weirdest thing is, I was at Meriwether Post Pavilion outside of Maryland, and I saw Stevie Nicks from like the fifth row, and it was so incredibly loud. It was like uncomfortably loud. Yeah, but it yeah. was it was sexy. I have a thing for Stevie. I wouldn't mind doing a Stevie Nicks show. That'd
0: be really fun. Think she'll do press? Do you think she would talk to us? She won't talk to us. I bet she talks to us. Really? I bet we get that. Wow. I'm getting kind of titillated by that.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, that'd God, be good. I don't even know what to say to her. That's that'd good that'd be a tough one. You know what? Not only are you going to have a good year personally, we're going to have a great year professionally because we're going to bring you the very best podcast we can week in and week out.
0: God, <laughs> is, what, what, do I have to buy something from you now? Are you selling uh, Girl Scout cookies? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's all we got for this week. With Along with myself and Sean Daly, we remain here, hopelessly stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for the music for the opening credits. Read our blog at TampaBay.com slash blogs slash 80s. And don't forget to subscribe to the show at iTunes.